0: Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. The glory. I give it to him forever. I give it to him in ever. The power. The glory. I give it to him I give it
1: to him in ever. Hey everybody, welcome. This is the bold and the beautiful. We are here right now. We are getting ready to start our broadcast and i'm curtis austin and we are now on the when christians speak talk radio we air every second saturday of the month at 10 a.m won't you just tune in welcome to when christians talk radio bold and the beautiful if
0: it wasn't for god i'd be weak Mm -hmm. i wouldn't wake up from my sleep i wouldn't have nothing to eat i wouldn't be so unique if it wasn't for god i would lose it. i wouldn't live under a roof and i wouldn't be up in this booth. I didn't know he is the truth. And if it wasn't for God, I would've been bold. The enemy would have took in my soul. But now I rise up and I surprise up at the day that he rose. If it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be up in these four cars On the way to my shoulders, if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't have nodded. Uh, I would've been cold. If it wasn't for God, I wouldn't have clothes. No shoes to cover my toes. No hat to cover my head. If it wasn't for God, i Without a doubt, hey. gotta make sure I shout it out. Hallelujah.
2: Hallelujah. Bold and Beautiful is a talk show designed to bring the word of God to youth and young adults around the world and embolden them to live out loud for Jesus. Our vision is to see young people of the world rising up to take their rightful place as leaders and world changers.
0: I'm a young girl spitting that gospel last time I talked the God he said I got you yeah yeah hallelujah Halle, hallelujah and they try to act like they never knew you but the devil can't do nothing to you it's the power it's the glory
1: in the studio one more time it's another lively show with the bold and the
3: beautiful here we are (laughs) okay so Reverend Curtis is starting all the way live this uh day um so anywho hey y'all hey family of course again it is another episode of bold and beautiful we are very excited here we have of course um all of our hosts so no we need to give a shout out Shout out. Um, Curtis, we don't need nothing else from you. You started (laughs) off already. (laughs) We good, we good. All
1: right, right. right. (laughs) Y'all know I got my finger on the button
3: though. I think yes! I cannot. And we also have a special guest in the house. Am I going to pronounce it right? Darian?
4: Yes.
3: D- Darian? Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. I want to make sure I pronounced it right. So give a shout. Say hello, Darian, to all the people.
4: <laughs> hello, family. <laughs> so
3: we are excited about having him on this show. Um, of course, we're going to open up in a word of prayer. Novena, if you would, my sister. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Um, hallelujah.
2: Father, we just love you. We praise you. And we thank you for this time together, we thank you for this broadcast, we thank you for every listener, Lord God, um, and every person who is seeking a word from you, Lord God. Um, I thank you for our young guests today, Lord God, may we all hear something that is enlightening and whatever it is that you want us to know, Lord God, we just trust you to open our heart and open our ears and to receive what you have for us today, Lord God. We just thank you and we praise you, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
3: Amen Amen. And so even though this is kind of like technically Curtis's guest mm-hmm. because he's known him the longest, he's known him the longest, he's known him a few years, but I'm totally taking over because yes. we have had some pre-show conversation and I am just bursting with questions right. but first, um, oh, I think what I'll allow Darian to do is just give us a little for one not a long for one, but like awesome. a. I'm young and and give us a little a little backdrop of feed my sheep because I promise you I'm gonna ask you a whole lot of questions so it's all gonna come out. All okay. right, go ahead. You, you got to <laughs> oh, feed my sheep? What is feed my sheep? What is feed my sheep? What is
4: feed my sheep? Hmm. Feed my sheep? That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, feed my sheep is a nonprofit uh, ministry uh, that specializes uh, in short term, giving very short term, specializing in outreach and evangelism. And uh, pretty much, we go out through uh, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, and pretty much anywhere that needs our services to provide as much as we can uh, with the resources that we have, no matter if it's domestic violence, return to citizens, mental illness, things in that sort. Mm -hmm. So um, anything that deals with social service, uh, we try to make sure that we try to at least provide some help. May not be able to eat the whole cake, Mm -hmm. but uh, we got to get our piece. Okay. (laughs) That's right.
3: Okay. And so, and wait, first of all, give us your whole name. How old are you?
4: Okay, uh, uh, my name is Darian DeWan Montelco. Oh, okay. That's good name. That's a good
3: government name, good and, government uh, name. okay. Um,
4: and I'm 24 years old. Uh, be 25 in May. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, thank the Lord for that. I always <laughs> thank God for another year that I'm soon to see. Um, but, um, that's pretty much me. <laughs> okay.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, and so you are the director of,
4: yes, executive director executive of Feed Direct. My Sheep. You know? Okay.
3: And how long have you been the executive director?
4: Ooh, Lord, I haven't even thought about that. Uh, <laughs> it's been about five years now.
5: Mm-hmm. Since so since you were 20
4: five... or mm-hmm.
5: 19, I was,
4: I, I was kicked out of college uh, when I had no job, uh, didn't know what I was going to do. <laughs> hmm. And, um, when I got kicked out, uh, my grandmother had a dream that I was to run the ministry. I thought she was going crazy on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when I, uh, stood up and took the mantle and hmm. pushed forward, it started opening up doors that, I just never thought it could open for me, mm. especially being un, you know, uneducated to some folks. You know, sometimes being uneducated is Right, <laughs> is right. Not right. But, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I've been I've been doing that since I was in college. Mm.
3: That's amazing. Yeah, they
4: recognize he had been with Jesus.
1: Hello. <laughs> I
3: cannot. <laughs> um, and and so there was this earlier um thought that you had that and a, and a philosophy that you carry that I didn't ask about because I wanted you to talk about it just now. So mm-hmm. the difference for you, because you talked about that Feed My Sheep does outreach and evangelism, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what is the difference between outreach and evangelism? Well,
4: uh, I can give you the whole book, but I'm going to give you the rush for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, outreach and evangelism uh, has different terms uh, when it comes to trying to serve the public. Uh, outreach is more planned. Evangelism is more God driven uh, when people don't really understand the difference because they're like, oh, yeah, we're doing all this and all that. And but I said, all right, let's slow down a little bit. Let's break this down. Outreach, you got a budget. Outreach, you got a place. Outreach, you got the the, 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 uh, permits and everything that deals with that. Evangelism say, you know what, I'm going to get my stoop, go get my bullhorn, stay on the corner and just go ahead and just go to work. Because God tells you through evangelism what to do, what to say, who to connect with. It could be somebody next to me to say, God tell you, look, get this guy a dollar.
5: Mm-hmm. I gave
4: him a dollar, he may give me a hundred back because I was obedient. You just never know how, how that works. But with outreach, you know, it's more, all right, let's plan, let's push the plan forward. Let's try to make some promotions happen and so on and so. Um, and that's something that I've I've realized doing my, my walk. Uh, and I try to try to clarify that. To let people know, are you pushing for outreach or are you pushing for mm. evangelism? Because if you're gonna be an evangelist, okay, you got to go hard for the Lord, mm. and you're gonna be going to places that really <laughs> is, is gonna be a, a trip.
3: <laughs>
2: so yeah,
4: so that's a brief, uh, yeah, a little, that's little, little section about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, okay, I got one more question before I let anybody else <laughs> up. Mm. Um, okay, maybe more than one. Okay, <laughs> but um, and so. One, how long has the organization been in operation? Mm -hmm. And two, what is your, because a lot of times for nonprofits and when I, you know, I've worked um, with nonprofits, um, I always look at what, um, like capacity building. So like, like, do you have like, you know, 10 volunteers and staff, like, is there like paid parts of it and then like unpaid volunteers, like what does that look like? What is hmm. the makeup of
4: your organization look Okay. like? Uh well, uh that's a great question. That's the first time anybody asked me that actually. Um mm-hmm. uh, so you you hit the button that's another synopsis. I meant that.
5: I meant
3: that.
4: But uh we have been established since two thousand twelve. Uh my grandmother has actually been doing this all her life, calling the feed my sheep, mm-hmm. but um, she was audited by the IRS, and uh, the angel came and told her it's great work that she's doing. She can't get the money back though, uh, but what you should do is start a nonprofit, and that's what she did. She went through the classes, went mm-hmm. paid the money, mm-hmm. and uh, became an official nonprofit organization in 2012. Um, now, as far as the organization itself and the people that we serve, I, I like, I say we have what we call an active board, okay, it is seven of us, <laughs> and they are board members, and they are also volunteers, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, um, now, executive directors are, in, in, the, in the good world, in the good, perfect world, we work for the board, <laughs> but um, we don't operate regularly that way, uh, we operate in a way that we're family, I trust them. I kind of adopted most of the board members <laughs> because I know they know my vision and they'll back me up because, you know, boards can vote you out, okay, and they can take away a lot of things that God is giving you, uh, but I'm glad to have some really good trusted board members that are able to um, push forward in, uh, our, in, my, in the walk that I'm walking them through because they really trusted in me a lot, um, but they're not being paid uh i'm not being paid um maybe in the future that 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 would take place uh we have volunteers that come from other churches that i partner with uh i have to shout out kettering baptist church because they have been the most faithful mm-hmm. out of every church i've ever contacted mm-hmm. and uh they i mean they send two vanfuls fulls of, of folks uh every time we have a church in the park and. Um, I remember we, we had an event one time and um I contacted three hundred churches in this in this area that I serviced in and only three contacted me back. Wow.
5: <laughs>
4: and uh that was something that opened my eyes that everybody's like to have the same heart Mm-mm. and the same vision as you. Mm-hmm. And uh but one of those three was Catherine Baptist Church. Now the other two fell off after that mm-hmm. event, but they said, No, I like this. I'm coming back mm-hmm. to this and uh we've been they've been serving us Oh, not serving, they've been serving with us um, mm-hmm. for about the last four years mm-hmm. when we did our Consistent. events. That's yes. beautiful. That is right. awesome. So I always got to give them shout out everywhere I go. <laughs>
3: I know, that's
1: right.
4: that's right.
3: All right, Kettering Baptist, we All see right. you. We see you we out see there. We see you doing work. We see you.
1: Yeah, y'all know I know you over there. Just Reverend, Reverend Austin, y'all know me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, so I'm going to kick it off. I'm going to let, before I jump in again. Question? I know he mentioned, um,
2: The Church in the Park. I know Mm -hmm. earlier we were talking about that. So what is the Church in the
4: Park? (coughs) Excuse me. Um, Church in the Park is really um, an outreach. This is an outreach Mm -hmm. day for us. Uh, But we always include evangelism within that. Um, It is a day where we go uh, to Martha the King and Malcolm X Avenue uh, in the Great Ward 8. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we um, go to a park that is uh, I should say underutilized, uh, underserved, uh, with those that are homeless, those that have ran away from home, those that are, uh, addicted, uh, addicted to drugs and alcohol, uh, so many issues, um, uh, that, that comes to that park, uh, and that right down the street is a men's shelter called 801 Men's Shelter. Mm-hmm. It used to be called St. Elizabeth, if you are mm-hmm. familiar with very, that. Very. Um, that was something that, um, God gave to my grandmother uh a couple years ago when we first started, uh I believe it was Thanksgiving, and we had my, my great grandmother, which is so precious, <laughs> she sent six hundred dollars, so y'all go out and y'all do what y'all wanna do. And uh I don't know where she got that six hundred front, I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> but uh she uh sent the money and she even came down with it. It's a great um, grandmother. My great grandmother, yes. It's your grandmother's mother. Yes. <laughs> Look just like her, high rolls <laughs> and all. Oh, uh, and uh, she don't play either. <laughs> <laughs> she got some good college. All right, I'm getting off topic <laughs> <laughs> Getting off <the> top now. <laughs> but um, uh, she uh, came with the money and uh, wanted to serve with us. And I mean, I got pictures all over uh, a social media and website of us putting ham and turkey on the table at. Eleven o'clock at night, not finishing until two. Knowing we got to get up at seven to go to the park, uh, no permit or none. We say, "Well, look, we just, if we get caught, we get
5: caught."
4: <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> if we get caught, we get caught. But but nobody, officers don't really care about that park. And I say that very much so because they know the population that's in that area. Um, so we went there for Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving mm. day, uh, and it's not something that other churches do. They You know, they Mm -hmm. get the food, they bring it to the people, then they leave once they drop everything off. We actually stayed there with them. We sung with them. Mm. We prayed with them. And I always have to go back to the story uh, that happened that made us continue to keep going on and on in that part. Um, There was a young lady, and I'm going to make this quick, Uh, The young lady that came over with a bag of beer. And uh, she was crying. And I think, brother, I told you about this story. Uh, Mm. She was crying. And, um... She, at first glance, you would think she was probably drunk, uh, but the spirit of God was so so, so heavy in that land, I knew it was something different. And as she got closer and closer, she came to us, to me and my brother Aaron. Uh, he, she said that, I don't want this no more, holding up the bag of beer. Mm. And I, I said, you know what, you stay right here. I'm going to go get my grandmother because she... Uh, you know, women to women mm-hmm. is, is something about that connection Absolutely. that you can feel mm-hmm. the anointing. And us as men, we have to cover our women. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what the Word requires us to do. So when I had uh, gotten my, my grandmother come pray with her, told her to put her hands up. She had her hands up. My grandmother prayed mm-hmm. with her. Mm-hmm. Me and my brother backed the young lady up. Mm-hmm. And it was a great amount of prayer. We sat her down a little uh, on a stool where the food was. Mm-hmm. Another young lady came over. Uh, not not too long after that. Said, are you still giving out bag lunches? I said, sure, absolutely. Come get you a bag lunch. And we're talking, you know, just conversating. Mm-hmm. And the young lady, she hears the voice of the lady that I'm talking to. And she turns around very gently, slowly. And um, she mumbles the word. I'll never forget it. It was just such a chilling uh, uh, feeling. She mumbles the word, mama.
2: You better go on. I'm telling so, you. Don't do that. I'm telling you. So I'm telling what you.
4: happened was that the young lady that came over was the mother that she has not seen in 10 years. No. And and she has seen in 10 years because of domestic violence and because of drug use. So they was able, because my grandma was obedient to serve in that park Mama. on this time.
2: Mama.
4: They was able to see each other. And they've been crossing each other's paths for so many years in the same park, in the same area, and they came together. And they was like, "I'm not losing you anymore." That's what I was talking about. <laughs> Jesus. Jeez.
5: Yeah. Oh. I'm telling you, that's
4: yeah. real. And I and I have pictures to prove. I, I tell people, pictures are worth a thousand words. You know, I try. I'm not too focused on taking pictures so much, but I know I have to capture, capture the moments. certain moments mm-hmm. that that I just I just can't explain. And, and when you see the picture, you can see mm. them hugging each other so tight. Mm. It, and it's unbelievable that that God told my grandma to go to a park that other people didn't want to go.
1: Yes, Lord. Yes. And
4: because that we went and mm. we was obedient, we wasn't scared, we was able to bring a family back together. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's one of the reasons why we continue church in the park. No matter how much it may cost, and it does cost a nice pretty penny, uh, but it's the fact that mm. it's more than the money. It's it's about the service. Okay.
3: Wow. And so you all did that on Thanksgiving. Is it still on Thanksgiving? It, no, year? we or... now
4: partner with a, a brother of mine. His name is Fred Gaskins. Uh, he goes to 801 Men's Shelter and we have service in the men's shelter mm-hmm. and provide food. So we decided to work with them and we now do what we call Church in the Park on uh, uh, 4th of July Mm -hmm. even the weekend before 4th of July or on the day of 4th of July it relies on a uh, weekend Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, we've been doing that for the past couple years instead of the Thanksgiving Um, but it's just been amazing we serve 66 bag lunches for our first time ever uh, doing that in the park. And Thank then you. the next year, we served about 120, over 120 uh, men, women, and children. And then we, my grandma said, we're going to serve them hot food. I don't want to do no cold food no more. Mm-hmm. We had tables. We had hot sauce, condiments, all types of stuff. Yeah. And we set them down and gave them hand service mm-hmm. and a uh, live band on top of that. And then the next year after that, <laughs> we had our first um, uh, church in the park for 4th of July. We serve literally over 300 mm. young men, women, and children uh, that were homeless, domestic violence, whatever the case. It was just such a blessing. And we had such a a, a big outcry mm. of, of, of people that wanted to give their life to Christ. Mm. It was 11 that came forth to give their life to Christ mm. that day. And I would never forget that. Mm. Mm. Awesome. So it Beautiful. sounds like
1: that ministry has Ooh. always uh, been a part of you. And you just spoke about Fred and um definitely... You know he's a friend of mine too, and um, actually speaking about Fred and speaking about ministry and speaking about you, um, actually both of them um, are actually giving their trial sermon on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So knowing that this part, because I know you said earlier that you were called to this, knowing that this was something that was that God placed upon you, and the manner was is already there is evident, and mm-hmm. you've been operating in it. Um, explain to us as being a young man at the age of twenty-four, about to be twenty-five. Um, what it is, because we about to, you know, also introduce something different as far as millennials in ministry. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so explain to us what this for a millennial uh, in in ministry. To just explain to us how that how that has captured your attention, has drawn people to you, how it affects those you come in contact with, and how people receive you from being so young, but yet at the same time so connected mm-hmm. to the Lord.
4: I gave you a lot. Mm-hmm. God, Yo, sure. I said you gave me a mouthful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I just say, I, I, I can't, as much as, as people like to give me credit, I really can't because it's not me. It's something that when people, I know the song that everybody loves, Yes, you know, from Chicana Glory, people mm-hmm. really don't understand that song. Hmm. People, people really don't life. understand. And when you really truly give God your yes, see, I, I heard a story when I got older about when I was in my mother's womb and had a, a biblical cord wrapped around my neck twice where the doctor said I should have been dead. And uh, I was taking in so much fluid that it was it drowned my body. Mm-hmm. But they said my heart was still beating. I knew then that there was something that God wanted to use deep down inside of me that I didn't even see myself until certain things, because God handles Taking out certain gifts that's inside of you through tests. Mm -hmm. And I realized through the tests that I was coming up against, it wasn't to destroy me, it was to show that it was something inside of me that needed to come out now. It's like you can't hold a flower in sometimes because when the season comes, it has to bloom.
1: Scream, girl. Go
4: ahead. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I'm not trying to preach or nothing, but it's like, it's, it's nothing about the fact that, you know, people talk about the, you know, the youth and the young adults and why they're not walking. It. It's not the fact that you try, you, you're you trying to push something on somebody that's not ready yet. And just like a season, you 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 know, you got fall, you got winter, you got summer, you know, all that stuff. And, and you have to understand that I look at it, I, I got a tree right outside my house and every season, for some reason, I look at that tree and I see how when it's winter, the, the leaves just this disappear, and then I see when it starts to become you fall. It's the change.
2: I no, 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 it's, 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 it's
4: the it's the feeling that that you have to see that when you're seeing something change, that tree is changing just like you are changing. And when people see that, and you have to, I tell people as well, you have to be careful because when people do see that, you try to use that gift for their benefit. And I've been across that as well. And I, I noticed that God would show you things where you are being tested just like it always. And I, I, I shouldn't talk about it because I'm actually going to be bringing the word forth about it. But God's been heavy on me about the spirit that Job had mm-hmm. and the fact that he lost everything. But he still gave God praise Steel. and still prayed to God Steel. faithfully and said, and yes, he did ask some questions. We can't be afraid to ask some questions right. and say, why am I going through this? If I pray to you daily, I sacrifice daily and I gave everything I had daily. Why am I going through this? And I look at myself and say, why am I going? Why not me? Why not me? And why not have me go through this? And, and, and be able to see what's inside of me to get me freed up. Mm-hmm. There are still people in slavery with that religious mindset mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. There are still people in slavery with the five. And I understand, you know, why I go up with a lot of people that say, oh, you supposed to be from Africa. you supposed to be, you know, talking about, Sawa, oh, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, God they serve. And I said, well, yeah, that's the old way, too, because as far as my concern, didn't God tell Moses to go to Egypt and then free the people and then on top of that— through the trials that Pharaoh had to go through? He challenged. Challenge. you read that word. He challenged every god, every that's single god. Right, that's right. Yes, he did. That they served.
1: Every sign did. Yes, sir. That's right. Come every on. single we god they definitely. every
4: single god they served. The water god, mm-hmm. the air god. He challenged all of them. Challenge. And not one could prove themselves. Mm-hmm. Speak what. on it, boy. <laughs> I want <write> to <the laughs> talk
1: about where my horn at. <laughs> and,
4: and, you know, and, and, and just going back to your question, it's the fact that I. I'm humble, and that's what I believe youth forget today and needs a lesson on today. Is, is, is to be humble in the spirit of God? Because yes, you know people can get fiery. You can have everything that God requires you to have, but at the end of the day, you have to be humble about it. Don't boast. Don't say, "Oh yeah, I'm the I'm the stuff." You know, I I preach the head off your shoulders. You know, that's not of God. Mm-mm-mm. That's not the and God uses the folks that 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 are humble and to be able to show the humble through their work, the, you know, the humility through their work. And I'm like, wow, that that's something that I have to work on myself because I used to feel myself. I ain't gonna lie, I I'll use myself before I use anybody else. I'll tell my testimony before I tell anybody else' story. <laughs> right, right. I, I used to be like, man, my grandmother this, my grandmother that. Yo, yeah, I can go with any church, you know, so and so. And then God said. Slim, you ain't nothing. <laughs> you ain't nothing. Okay,
2: 5,000 more of you. No, uh, For
4: real. No, and, and the thing is, it's like, if you understand when God gives you an assignment and you don't go through it with Come the best on. belief, he'll give it to somebody Come else. On. Right in your mm, face. Wow. He'll right. bless somebody else for the for the check that you've been hoping to get, for that promotion you've been hoping to right get. In Mm. And you've been working hard, but you tell people, "Yeah, I'm gonna get it. I'm, a, I know I'm gonna get it. Look how much I work. Look." And the one that's been quiet the whole time in that office ain't never said a word to nobody. But get that promotion. obedient.
2: obedient to God.
4: So you know, I hope I answered your question. I got it. I feel oh, like hey, I got hey, a little go hey. off the track, but uh,
5: you, you, yeah,
1: you, <laughs> well, whatever you said it was good. It was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was scrumptious. We were, yeah, you know, we over here yeah, just too, and just delighting into and what you did share with us and. And I'm quite sure that there's so much more that you're gonna share with us in this hour. So one thing that I did wanna ask, so, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you see his voice
4: change, right? All
1: yeah. yeah. like, oh, yeah. right, so, so, uh, so basically, um, we know that you don't. So you spoke about that you feed you know, uh, church and pop, and you feeding uh, 300 people last time, right? Mm-hmm. But we know, I, I know from knowing you that it's not just a one-time occurrence. Actually, during a snowstorm, what was you doing? Now, it's not a question, it's a statement. It's, it's basically, <laughs> what was you doing? It is a question. What was you doing in the snowstorm? Tell everybody um, what you was doing in the snowstorm when we were all in the house watching the snow fall. What you was doing in the snowstorm? Well, doing?
4: um <laughs> I... My brother and I, Fred, and he—he's a true brother of mine, and i, I believe he is another me, uh, from another mother. <laughs> so, uh, uh, we got a call from uh, Pastor Oliver Carter from uh, No Limits Outreach Baptist Church. Uh, no, I'm sorry, not Baptist Church. No, No Limit Outreach Ministries. Mm-hmm. I keep getting these Baptists and you know, all these names and stuff. But, uh, <laughs> but um, he gave uh, gave me a call and said, "Hey, what you doing tomorrow?" And this is Thursday. And I, and I was off Friday, and I said, Lord, if you could just be faithful this one time. Don't, 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 don't give him nothing. Don't tell him he had to have something for me. And uh, he said I, said, I told him, I said, nothing. I said a real, real, you know, slowly, nothing. He said, good, I got a pickup for you. I said, Lord, have mercy. Uh, evidently, he had a pickup that he couldn't take uh, his own self uh, from Target. And I thought it was going to be something small, and it was food. Um, And uh, we went to uh, Target and Bowie and decided to pick up whatever he had in the snowstorm. And honestly, I didn't think it was too much of it. Uh, But when they brought it out, it was a whole crate almost as tall as me and another uh, uh, shelves of meat. T-bones, turkey necks. (laughs) <laughs> uh, uh, filet mignon all types of good meat and it was over 750 pounds of meat that day we said look I told Fred we ain't got enough space to hold with all this I said today we gonna give away some food
5: Mama.
4: and literally put out uh, a call with a video on Facebook uh, hey, look, guys, we got some food we want to give away to you. we show showing pictures and videos and showing them the T-bone stay. People say, give me that T-bone stay. I'm like, all right, you know. <laughs> so um, now we was able to go to uh, Unity Life Christian Ministries okay. and pass out all the frozen turkeys that we had, everything, the mm-hmm. chickens, the the gizzards, all, all types of meat mm-hmm. that, that that was not low quality at all. Mm-hmm. It was real good meat. Mm-hmm. And there were so many people that was blessed that Friday, mm-hmm. the snow that came out in the snowstorm. I was even willing to drive them, but we had caught a flat tire on the way there. Wow. So I knew it was the enemy that tried to stop us from mm-hmm. feeding folks. But people were lined up outside mm-hmm. the door trying to get the food. And I will never forget the face of a young lady she said that if you guys didn't do this today, I would have not had food for the rest of the weekend. That right there touched me mm-hmm. in ways that. Mm-hmm. And she had her children with her, and I could hear the the, the 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 love out of her voice because she said she she didn't know what she was going to fix her kids, and uh, and she was married, but 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 the, fa- mm-hmm. the father was killed. Uh, he was serving in the army, and um, the the the. the Government doesn't really take care of the family like they should, mm. um, and, and that's something else that I, yeah. I get into later. But um, it, it, it was it was just a love, mm-hmm. love that I had and my brother Fred had for the people to just say, "Look, we can't be selfish. We can't hold all this stuff in that's here, amazing. and we're gonna give it out." And literally, it was gone the next that probably next two hours. Really? uh, uh we, all we had was turkey left. Now people are about to fight for them T-bones. So I don't know what's oh, yeah. special yeah. about that. but uh, people, I mean, it was two tables over. Somebody was trying to hop over one table to get the T-bone. I'm like, it's okay, you know, it's okay, you know, because you don't, you never really hear about about food pantries giving out good meat like that. Most of the time, you hear produce, you right. know, you hear about drinks or you know, uh, uh, you know, canned uh, goods you, know, you know, yeah, you know, you hear about that type of stuff. So mm. they hit to see them. Say hey, yeah, you know, we got meat, and, and, and you know, to see them coming and the okay. masses, mm-hmm. uh, it was just a blessing, mm-hmm. it was a real big blessing.
2: Just to have a heart to do that is just amazing. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, we couldn't do it without my brother, uh, Pastor uh, Oliver. Uh, he really blessed us to be able to bless them. Mm-hmm. I always give my credit, I don't right. hold nothing. nothing there. yeah,
1: you said something about a pantry. So you just slid that in. I, I know about the pantry. And I know, the vision <laughs> you know about, about lots, but
4: our listeners don't know about the pantry <laughs> and the vision for the do pantry. Tell. Do tell, do tell. Sure. Uh, well, uh, me and my brother Fred. Um, y'all gonna hear Fred a lot. Everywhere I go, he go. Everywhere he go, I go. Mm. We we definitely two peas in pot. Uh, but um, we're opening up a food pantry in the Unity Life Christian Ministries uh, that will be open after. Uh, we give our initial sermon. Uh, actually, it might be the next following Sunday. Um, we have not picked the time yet, but it is something that God has given us to open up in that area, uh, but also open up ten other food pantries within PG County uh, in different districts, uh, especially in the Greenbelt uh, area, where you know a lot of our Hispanic and African culture uh, uh, folks. Uh, it's not getting service the best way and uh, we wanna make sure we provide as much resources as possible. And I just had a meeting with three major pastors that want to partner with us on this effort. And um it was just something that was given to my brother and I had the same feeling that we both connected with it and we said, look, we're gonna do this, we did that in less than it's probably less than a month really, when mm-hmm. we finalized everything, all we that all we gotta do now is kinda get everything in order and uh, bring up this big old freeze it someone donated <laughs> so that was a big blessing um and it, it's god is i just know when god has something for you it's going to happen one way or another no matter how many people try to stop it or say it wasn't a good idea it brings too much crowd you know i'm like look y'all focus on the crowd i'm focusing on the mm-hmm. blessings that people can get from this and not only that other the food blessings but or the physical blessings, but the spiritual blessings yes. as well. To let them know where they can come to worship. To let them know where they can come for prayer. To let them know where they can come to be able to get some type of assistance that's not just a physical assistance but you want to talk let's, let's go in the sanctuary talk for a little while mm-hmm. that's what people really want mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. and
4: um, I ain't no psychologist or nothing I'm not so big on the psyche but I know that a good conversation goes a mile mm-hmm. I know if you can go and walk on the street and tell the brother hey I love you and they say wow why'd you say that for because I feel like it mm-hmm. and that's what people he, really think look you straight about. in the eye yeah. and tell you that you see, he, he's,
2: <laughs> look you straight in the eye hello <laughs> so you know, so, is you know that's lion. just that's
4: just the way that 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 me and my brother roll, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll be able to finalize everything before our initial sermon, uh, so that we can give that announcement then.
2: Oh, okay. You said give that announcement then. Yes, I'll, I'll guess I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, well I know best. about it. No, so, people know
4: about it. People know about it. We are thirty
3: minutes <laughs> in, but you know what? we would be remiss if mm-hmm. we didn't say how people could contact right. you or learn more mm-hmm. about your mm-hmm. ministry. So please give us all the social media yes. website. Sure, sure.
4: I mean, I people tell you straight. I, I don't get. I don't do the 800 number stuff. You call me directly. My direct cell phone is mm. 301-980-6551. Uh, email, first name, last name, 05 at gmail.com. you don't know how to spell, my name is D-A-R-I-A-N-C-O-L-E. Um also, you can go to uh where you can look at our website and see any type of uh, blessing that, that can happen for you, and you can just sign up for it, and we've got a lot of trainings and a lot of opportunity that we'll be trying to push forward this year.
3: And so if people want to, like, volunteer, can, they, can people, like... Look and information yeah. and, and become like volunteers and partner with your
4: with absolutely. People? You could definitely go on our website to uh sign up to be a volunteer or just give me a call. I'd like to be more intimate. <laughs> oh, I hear you.
3: You yeah. want to
4: meet people <laughs> that's
1: 301 980 6551. Excellent, yes, yeah, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, and so yeah, I actually saw um, the the the, the you spoke about the three passages you met. Um, with um, and I know all three of them, mm-hmm. and, you know, um, and they are definitely faithful and strong men of God. Um, actually, matter of fact, all of them was at my ordination. Matter of fact, I think two of them, well, one of them, Pastor Nate, he was uh, my moderator, um, and I think and um, and. Uh, Pastor uh, uh, um, Duggar Pastor Duggar he actually Duggar. Si- signed well, one of the ones that signed my ordination papers too. But with that being said, I know the character of those men, mm-hmm. and knowing that uh, that definitely the vision that God is giving you is about to bloom, as far as having all those pantries all across the different districts. And oh, um, it's a lot <coughs> more
4: than, than the pantries. I'm, we're opening up some um, uh, housing as well for. Come
1: on, don't hold you know, nothing back. Right no,
4: no, now. no. <laughs> I'm saying it's more. It's it's, it's I, I, we can't get to everything to this time, but um, I, it's a lot more and a lot deeper than what people may think. I'm actually in the process of working with a project where we're going to open up a one-stop shop uh, uh for uh, a ministry uh period, and it's a fifty-one thousand square foot building that we're looking at in Largo uh, that we are going to buy and renovate, and also uh, be able to put in people and programs and. Uh, uh food no matter what it is that our community struggles with we're going to try to put that all in there where they can truly have a one-stop shop and not say you got to go to DC and come back to Maryland for certain things so yeah
1: <laughs> mm. so so where, where where's this um, of course I know from God but, but but like how do you get downloaded with all this and then you just hold that's what I want to ask you
4: how do you hold all this together so so effortlessly? Cause I don't have enough fun, so now. <laughs> yeah, that's real. That's real. You went there. Yeah.
5: Yes, he did. Son.
2: Yes, he did.
3: Show
4: the true. So it's true. No, I know. But uh, it's like I said, it's, it's 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 a it's a relationship that I have with Christ. Mm. Um, I, I really can't explain it. Mm. Is that's why I, I I'm I'm just as humble. I'll probably be one of the most humble people that you all will probably see because I know the vision that God has for me. I know there are going to be times where I am going to be challenged about my faith because if I'm not challenged, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if my faith is not challenged, I know I'm not going to where God wants me to be. And every step that we take, we must be challenged. We must be tested because that lets us know we're ready for Mm -hmm. the masses about to come and our blessing. And I know that whatever cup that I have that will be, you know, uh, uh, overfilled, you know, for the fact that, Whatever or, or whatever is covering under my cup, the saucer, they're going to be the people that I also get blessed as well. I can't hold all that for myself. Mm-hmm. That would be that, that would be shameful for me to say I'm a man of God and I'm holding all the blessings to myself. And um, it's just the fact that with everything that's inside of me, I don't keep it in, until I know for sure that it's the right information, because I ain't going to be no false prophet out here. (laughs) I ain't going to be no false teacher. I ain't going to be no false pastor nothing. Ain't nothing false about here. Uh, uh, (laughs) uh, But um, I always try to make sure that I get correct information. And then when I get that information, I share it with the public and those that are trying to do the type of work that I'm trying to do. So, yeah. Amazing.
3: Okay. So, I'm going to jump back real quick, and let's go to your origin story. Right. (laughs) So everybody has an origin story Mm. Um, and I will let you decide where to begin with that. So we all have a past. We all come from experiences um, and, and history and that helps shape who we are, how we show up in the world and all those things. So, take us back a little bit into your origin story and some of the things that you have had to face. And mind you, his young 24 years Come of on, age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh,
5: yeah. Here we go. go. This buckle
4: up. Uh, <laughs>
2: buckle up. Pick and choose.
4: <laughs> well, I, I mean, um, I think the most that I've shared with everybody is about the relationship I had with my father. Uh, I think that that's what struck the biggest light inside of me. Um, many people that know me knows that my father wasn't really in my life as much. Um, cheated on my mother with a white lady and all types of stuff. And um, and I'll see, try to see him and he'll say he's on his way and I'm looking out the blinds because I'm excited, mm-hmm. but he never shows up. You know, and the, the disappointment, and, you know, the, and the lies and, you know, the girls that he'll bring around and so and so. And it's like, Wow, this is the type of life I live, you know, a fatherless life. And um it was during a time where I was trying to help my mother out, let her know I am fine, I'm okay. And I was I think that's what helped me to be more humble than anything, to be quiet and I wasn't as talkative as I am now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I was very I was very quiet and I I wanted to be left alone. I wanted to be the the shadow in the world to let people know. You Ain't got to talk to me for me to be all right, I'm gonna be just fine without you. And uh, doing this, 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 I should say this life lesson because every day it's a lesson for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I got involved with some bad folks that uh sold guns. Um, my mother. grandmother don't even know all about this story. (laughs) They still think I'm green in some ways. (laughs) And and, and it was something that I wanted to keep from them because I was embarrassed. Like, my grandmother is a a minister. You know, my mother, she wasn't really in God back then. But, you know, she was dealing with her own mess and she loved me. And I know she would be hurt if she found out that I was doing what I was doing. And, um... It was due to a time where I was like, you know, if I, you know, if I can't have a father provide for me, I'll do it for myself, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's where that I could do it all by myself attitude mm-hmm. came from. And um, my mother asked, where does money come from? I said, Grandma. Grandma gave it to me because she always used to give me money. But that, all of it didn't come from that, <laughs> Grandma. But um, it was a time where I just thought that uh, having a, a father absent in your life was probably the worst thing that could happen to a young man. Uh, because I don't, I didn't know how to groom myself properly. My mother did her best, you know, mm-hmm. as a woman, uh, to be able to groom. And people will say, "Can a woman really raise a man?" And people get mad when I say, "I say no," because there are some things mm-hmm. that men go through that women just can't understand. Right. Mm-hmm. And part, and I it's agree. nothing. It's not disrespect. I say, right. my mother raised me and my little brother as a single parent, and I say, yeah, I have to understand that it's not a." Oh, uh, you know, I'm a strong black woman type of deal. No, this is about a biblical sense of why a man needs another man to talk to. Mm-hmm. And uh, when my father, when I was in high school, uh, the, well, before then, the last picture that we took was when I was going to 8th um, grade prom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, it's, I have the picture right here with my little sister and, uh him and and, and 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 us together um
1: that's you yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here.
4: Uh, uh, I mean that that was that Beautiful. was something that um we 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 shared so much love that day because he's never really seen me interact the way that I I was going to dance I really don't like that but um he, he came and saw me and it was such a great feeling to have mm-hmm. a father there yeah. uh to see me go off on my eighth grade prom um and when I went to the ninth grade, uh, he was still in and out, but he wanted to be more uh, direct to say, look, I'm going to be here for you. I'm, right. I'm gonna, you know, I love you and I care for you. And during that time, that, that evening when I last saw, I was supposed to go see him that night. And we looked just alike at that during that time. We looked just like Anybody could have thought I was him. Uh, during that night, I decided to stay home and uh, finish my mm-hmm. project that I was writing about mm-hmm. him. And I was writing his name out, which each letter stood for for me. And um, at that time, exactly at that same time when I was writing the uh, poem, that's what Mm -hmm. it was, um, he was being murdered. A gentleman came and shot him up uh, with my baby sister uh, present in front of him, in front of her. And... um, that changed her life. I'm sure she doesn't talk about it, or at least not to me, mm-hmm. that I can uh, imagine. But that changed my life to a mm-hmm. whole different mindset mm-hmm. where I ended up going to on the streets with a gun looking for the guy that shot my father. Uh, got some guys, you know, trying to pistol whip some dudes and get some answers. It was a whole bunch of mess mm-hmm. that I'm ashamed to say to my mother and grandmother because I, I know, and I know they will understand, but it's like, it's still yeah. that human side of right. me. Like mm-hmm. I can't let them know this, you right, know? Right. And that's funny. I'll say it to you guys, but when I get to them, it's like a, a roadblock right there. <laughs> but, uh, it's just yeah. the love that and respect that I have for them yeah. that I'm like, I can't let them know, at least not right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's, that's probably the biggest thing about me what made me who I am today. Because when I was letting all that stuff go, God told me very deeply, Hey, look, you gonna serve me. You gonna serve the enemy. Ain't no in between. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I knew God very much so. I mean, I tell people all the time, you know, I grew up in church, but the church didn't grow up in me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you have to understand that people mm-hmm. people are the same way when they think that people, you know, they they talk about the, you know, the 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 preacher's kid and so on so I was the preacher's grandkid, mm-hmm. so I had double <laughs> but you know what that, I that word. But you know that you know that that they, they, they make it as seen as if it's a curse. And that's how the enemy wants to yeah. make it portrayed as, but I know for me that it's a blessing it to be is, a, a, a someone that that loves you, and most of, most of all, loves the Lord, mm-hmm. and can show you the ways of how to love the Lord yourself. But mm-hmm. can't actually be there in the midst and say, "Hey, look, this is how you do it." No, you you can't direct me how to love the Lord. Mm-hmm. You can show me the way, but I have to learn on my own. Choose. And and um, that's something I had to learn as I was going through my, you know, little struggle. Uh, uh, yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll no, you're, that. Good. You're,
3: good. <laughs> you're good. You're
4: good. You're good. Yes. So tell us how. Tell tell everybody
1: one more time how old you are.
4: Uh, 24 years
3: old. That's right. That's, yeah. That's, that's, can yeah. y'all tell? Can yeah. you tell? Right. No, yeah, so
1: this is going to show like it does say. and He you said you've been heavy on uh, Job lately. You know, in the book of Job, it says that wisdom is not always given to the elders. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, what advice? Uh, or what would you if somebody that my age your age any age right now is listening to this and in that place where they might know that they've been called by God but yet at the same time they're still holding on to some things what would you say to them because I know there's people that do struggle on a daily basis with yesterday today and where God wants to take me to tomorrow what would you say to them right now get out the way oh Ooh. wait a
5: minute
2: he ain't wait no yeah, no, no I know you felt
4: it, though. Uh-huh. I
3: know you felt it, the way yeah. he said, get out was the way. Like
4: yeah. <laughs> <No, no, no, laughs> yeah. I, I mean, honestly, that's the best thing I could tell anybody, get out the way, because nobody else is holding your blessing but you. Mm. Wow. That's, I mean, that's, that's why I had, that's, I mean. I can blame as much as I want on anybody else about why I didn't make it in school or why I didn't uh, have a, you know, a father, why I didn't have this, that, and the third. But at the end of the day, it's who I look at in the mirror. Mm.
1: <laughs> Where my horn at? Where my horn at? I ain't going with this year. I ain't going with this year. But I'm telling you, that was a whole answer it right was. there. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. so
4: we, we, are, we are our own blockers. We... No mm. God has told us nobody can 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 stop what God has for us. Mm. The only people that stop it is cause we haven't given God our full yes. Mm.
2: Mm.
4: Now that right there I will blow the horn.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes yeah because yes. that is true you know uh I like that uh, the girl um what's her name Brianna uh, Brianna Boa I think that's how you say her names uh, um what the, the YouTube beat. sensation who's man, sing, singing. Singing. Yeah, uh-huh. oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. But, but she got a song and one of those songs and this thing stood out to me it would say Lord uh, make me that give me a yes that I can be trusted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and I just totally relate to that, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because definitely, truly, you know, God is saying right now a yes, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But yet at the same time too, he's saying now this is a season that I really want to be more intimate with you. Mm -hmm. You know, I really want to show myself in a greater Mm -hmm. level. But Mm -hmm. yet in order to get to that greater level, you got to basically get to a place where everything you know about me... (laughs) You got to let go for a second and Uh let me teach you what's next. Mm. Mm.
3: That reminds me. I was listening Mm. to this minister who was talking about what if God shows up in a new way and you don't at first you don't recognize him. Mm. Because a lot of times we as believers like, oh, God, I want more. I want more. But sometimes what we really mean is I want more of the stuff that I've already experienced. Yeah, because that was good.
4: Oh one. Wow. Well, mm. I'm really com- yeah, I want more of what yeah, I'm already yeah. comfortable is, with. Yeah. See? See,
3: like don't show hey, up yeah. in a new way and mm-hmm. then he used the um example of when he showed up on the road and then expounded mm-hmm. to, you know, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. and then expounded himself mm-hmm. in the scriptures yeah. and then mm-hmm. and then revealed himself, mm-hmm. right? And he was like, so what if God walks up on you and you don't recognize him at first? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if he has? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honey, yeah, and, and just, table and just be open and even a yes to you can come in a new way. You can come mm-hmm. in a way that I don't yet recognize. That's right. Like don't don't hold on to what you've already learned, yes. what you've already experienced, what you already know about me, because there's more to me. Yes. That's right.
4: That's and right. you don't
3: you, you don't know what it is because you haven't experienced it yeah. yet. So if I show up in a new way, don't get scared now. Don't
5: get scared. <laughs> don't and let me also <laughs>
4: add for the fact that don't forget about the angels that he sends as well. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. we don't even realize that we're talking to an angel, mm-hmm. And he sends them for a reason to be mm-hmm. able to be prepared for his presence. Mm. he'll give me preaching (laughs) I'm trying to contain myself because when I talk about the Lord we should get excited we should be happy I'm over here shaking and tripping down about the love of the Lord to be able to know that hey God has chosen me to do such great work. No matter how little it is to somebody else, it's great to me and it's great in and I ask my God. So why would I ever <laughs> have to doubt myself and my works and my love for the Lord, for someone else? and Come thinking, on. Come on. I'm trying to you about to make
1: me holler.
4: I'm really not trying to go there, but you have to understand the testimony that I've been able to to really, really get over it's, it's something I don't take lightly. Mm. And when I go into these streets and I, all I do is see myself mm. when I look in someone else's eyes, when I look in someone else's struggle, mm-hmm. I see myself. What would I want to do for myself? What okay. would I want? How would I want to treat others the mm-hmm. way, you know, like, You know, if, if you were on the streets, how would you want to be treated? How would you want to be loved? How would you want to be held? And that's I take, that's why I tell people when you are doing a service to the community, it's not about the professionalism that you have. It's about the spirit that you have. Amen. It's about the anointing that you have. Amen. Because many people think they're anointed. And I've been looking at them like, bro, you need to find yourself something new. You need to find yourself
2: hey, bro. You need to do something new. Bro.
4: And, and, and some of them get mad when I tell them, but I'm looking out for you. I, why, why would I sit here? And that's another thing that I also find with our young youngins, I should say, because especially young adults, because they are so spirit driven. I believe I can do this and that and all the feel good messages. But yet you go into the club on Friday and then you got to go to Bible study on Saturday to be able to get ready for the word on Sunday. And then on Monday, you cursing out your co-workers. See. And then on top of that, on Tuesday, See. you got to pay bills and you're trying to run from the collectors. And, don't, when, I mean, crazy. and, and you got all this mess. Tied up yes. together, but yet you're anointed.
5: Hmm. Yeah,
4: you you you're so spirit filled. And then you cussing on Wednesday. Hmm. Then you gotta on Thursday you gotta go meet this guy or meet this girl that you love and so called want to have a, a relationship with. But yet y'all in the bed almost every night. I mean, really, all this she just put it all out there. All this wrapped mm-hmm. up in one and the Holy Spirit. You want to you you falsify God's word based off of what you do and how you lived, And I ain't judging nobody, trust me. God knows I'd have had my time in sex lives especially. I was a whore.
2: So he just called, called mm-hmm. it
4: what it was. I, I was. I was a whore. I sold my body for money. My,
2: my.
4: But in the, the day, it wasn't the fact that what I did. It was the fact of where I was going. Mm-hmm. And that when people realize what where where God is trying to take them, and get out of the way. That's why I say get out of the way because we we want to provide what we want, not what God wants. We want to be able to say, hey, look, I think I look good in that that that, that fur coat right there, but God may get you the patchy one that will appreciate value. Does it keep you warm? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is it thick? Yes. Is it full of uh, a nice leather or whatever? Yes, it's got good material, but, like but we're looking it. on the outside appearance that it's not going to even keep you yeah. Come on! Look man. at that. Even Come going, on. not even Come real first Sometimes, and, and that's that that's why I I, I try to okay. put images to the words that I say with the youth and the younger adults because they think they know it all. I, I I and I say it from a distance to say they think because I know I don't know it all. I make that very clear. My little brother, he is we eight years apart. His birthday is May fifteenth. Fifteen days away from me and my birthday, and. He really thinks, and when he was growing up, he knew it all. And you know, me trying to protect him as a big brother. So I say, you know what? Mm. I'm so tired of this. Go ahead, dude. You gotta do. That's it. What if God did that to us? Mm. I thank God He
2: didn't. Me too.
4: What if God said, you know what? Me too. I keep protecting this boy. He keep praying every night, saying, "God, please uh, forgive me. I ain't know what I did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you did it for the fifth time in two months." You know what? Do what you want to do. And you mm-hmm. know what? I think God actually did that to me. Because you know why? I was having so much sex, I ended up get, catching STD. So, your STD.
2: Thank God it was curable. Yes. Yes.
4: Thank God I was able to be delivered from that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But because of my ways, and I'm thinking, hey, God going to heal me anyway. We, we abuse the fact that God Bro. forgives us. Mm.
2: Well, he knows. We wow. abuse it. We abuse it
4: so much to the point that we just say, you know what? I'm going to do it anyway because in his word, he said he forgives us.
2: He would never leave or forsake
4: us. He would be with us always. That's
2: what he said.
4: However. However, and, and I tell people all the time, all right, keep thinking. <laughs> keep thinking that you're going to be all right. Keep thinking. Keep thinking. Pharaoh thought that too. With his with, with all the gods that he served, he thought he was going to be protected. And then he begged Moses to say, just go, 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 go please, gone, just man. go. <laughs> After his child was taken, just go. Mm-hmm, go. Go. Go ahead. I, I don't even want y'all no more because of the spirits after he left. See, read the word. It was very clear. After he left with his people, with the millions that he had, the voices start going around Pharaoh.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Say, y'all, you going to let that man go? You going gonna, you gonna to let his world? people go? And that's, and that's why I say, look at your click.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: When you know wow. the things that God told you to do and, and told you to let it go and told mm-hmm. you to move on. But you got the same folks that are stuck in their place. Stuck in, in the world. And they're saying, hey, look, you're going to let this chick talk to you the way that you Smack her.
2: You better go on.
4: Choke her out. Ooh. Oh, oh, oh. Baby, dad will give you trouble? Huh? Break his window. Ain't nothing set up for us other than what we make it. Mm-hmm. We make our own hell. We make our own Fuck. troubles. We make our own problems. Really? Yeah so you talking to somebody right well, now.
1: I'm telling you. Well, let me, let me, let me but he we found that. out at
2: 24 or before 24. Yep. Amen. 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 That's a um,
3: So we are coming. No, this just went by so, <laughs> oh, wait, yeah.
2: Jesus? so yeah. I just want him to go back and just talking about <laughs> the trial sermon.
4: Oh yes. Um that that will be on the 17th uh of uh this month in February. Um um that that's going to be at four. I'm trying to catch my thoughts because I'm so deep in the spirit right now. Um, that that was going to be at four at Unity Life Christian Ministries, 5210 off the road. Um, Fourth floor. Fourth floor. Yes, um, and that that's going to be a blessing. That that really will be a blessing. That, that parking? Day. Yes, free parking. Mm-hmm. Will not. Nah. $20 a pop. So <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> just put in the
3: armadillo.
2: All
4: right, that, <laughs> all right, it me going, that was the flesh. You know? <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, that's, uh,
3: Funny. <laughs> so, again, give us your how they can contact you and look up your website. Give us that information one more time. Sure. Uh, it's
4: a uh, phone number, uh, personal phone number, 301-980-6551. Email is uh, dariancole at 5 at gmail.com. Uh, website www.feedmysheepministries with IES.org.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Amen. Do my co hosts have any final thoughts?
4: No, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm full, I'm blessed from everything I heard today, and I'm quite sure that everybody that listens to this will be blessed and take something from it because there's a lot there to grab
3: amen, amen. so true? this was an awesome show we just appreciate you darian for I appreciate sharing it. your yeah. testimony mm-hmm. and um and i know we didn't even get into probably like a tenth of all the stuff that your, your ministry does because <laughs> mm-hmm. again we had some offline conversations y'all i apologize
5: yeah.
3: um so but check out his website definitely yeah. and you know if you're interested in getting connected or sewing into his ministry mm-hmm, please check it mm-hmm. out um There's a prayer breakfast coming up for um, Prince George's County police officers. No, for
4: all all police officers. Just all. No no matter DC or Maryland. So, any any law
3: enforcement uh, officer. mm -hmm. um, And that's happening March 23rd. Yes. And And uh, so, um, I think you can probably also look and find that information on the website Mm -hmm. website as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, I know it's $25 and it's going for a good cause because our Mm. officers need help in this time. And I know there's. Always press about what's doing wrong. But there are a lot of officers out here who are fighting the fight, and they're, tr- they're doing good work. And mm-hmm. so we need to wrap our arms around them. So, again, thank you for this time, family. Not it a was question. a pleasure.
5: All right, is, is now. Law- wait, wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. I had a question. Is this j- that breakfast, prayer breakfast, is that just for law enforcement? No, user? no, it's for law enforcement and, and community because we're
4: hoping to have some type of bridge where we can communicate of how to handle each other. Mm-hmm.
3: Amen. 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 So, this has been another episode of Bone and the Beautiful.
4: You know it. See, see see see, <laughs> see, see,
3: see. Y'all see, he was a little late on the air horn.
1: My, 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 my butt wasn't working.
3: So, we love y'all and we'll see you next episode. Bye. Good night. Bye. bye bye.
1: See you later.